Welcome to extra episode of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Hey guys, so welcome along to this extra little episode I'm checking out there for this week in Iron Man and Talk. We're going to have a few of these interviews over this week, just going to try to catch up with a few of the athletes in Rote, but our first interview today is with Felix, and I had a chance to spend a day with Felix yesterday, just walking around, watching what the man does, and uh, had a really good chat. I think you have really enjoyed the insight that he shared with me. So, get straight into it, here we go. Right, guys, so next to me I'm privileged to have, um, I've asked him how to say his last name, and you guys know what I'm like with the last name, so I've asked him to pronounce it, but it's Felix Weishofer, and he's the events organiser and um, coordinator for Challenge Root, and uh, I've actually had a really good, just before we even have this interview today, I've actually just went into his office and I spent just an hour having a yarn about um, what he's done and what their family has done with the race, and just really good chat, so I thought maybe we should get on, get the mic out and have a bit of yarn about this, and we're going to start off about... What's happening this weekend for the athletes? What's happening this uh, week? Uh, the athletes are going to arrive on uh, Thursday. We'll have the international media conference uh, at 11. Right before that, the pro athlete briefing. And uh, same time, we are going to open registration office and the expo. So that's uh, the main things for the Thursday. We have a fun run then at night from Hillpolstein where we have the swim start yep. back here to Roth. And uh, then on Friday, have the normal expo and registration office again. And uh, in the evening, we have the pasta party. Pasta party. Pasta party. Nice. And uh, then on the Saturday, uh, normal expo and registration. And yep. then from midday to the evening, we have bike check-in yep. and uh, finishing up everything to be ready for Sunday morning. And Sunday morning. Uh, why do you race on a Sunday? I, I just, yeah, what's that's, that about? That's kind of typical in Germany because um, our shops have to be closed on the Sunday. Oh. So we have less traffic on the roads oh. and people have time to watch the race. Yeah. So this yeah. is why we have the Sunday. I was curious about that. So your event, um, it's, you know, in our sport, we often people talk about doing Hawaii and then Hawaii and Rote. Those are the two events that are really the key. And when we were talking before, you are really describing some of the things you do. And, and why is it that you believe that Rote's become the event? Why do I believe I would like to pass this question over to you again after you did the event? Yeah, it would be yeah. really interesting to, yeah. to see if uh, well, even, you we know have what? the same opinion. Because I think it's because the people living here, um, they lost their heart for the race. They just love it. It's uh, a part of their city. It's a part of themselves. Like yep. when you hear volunteers or spectators, uh, they say it's our race. You know, it's not the, the race of the Waldschiffer family or not the race of somebody. It's yep. their race. Yep. And I think this makes the race so special. And uh, our volunteers, they are not paid. We have 4,400 people turning up. To yeah, do which, which very, we were talking about best. earlier, one for uh, one. So one, one for volunteer one, yeah. for every athlete. That's true. It's phenomenal. Uh, and uh, everybody's just doing its, uh, their very best. And uh, also the cities and the county are giving us great support, for example our police in the city uh, they are not allowed to give tickets for, oh, for really? people parking here on a wrong place because wow. it's race uh, week and uh, wow. so triathlon rules for one week here. Wow, that's, that's, you got it's the power. Those, yeah, it's, the, it's those little things you know that uh, make the, the event great and that give the athlete a uh, good feeling and uh, we hope everybody has it and comes back here. Yeah, some some of the things you actually more detail like for example you're saying the amount of marshals and that you have on like what what are the things that you do that you believe for the race makes it better? We 
to diff uh, we have a lot of difference to other Ironman races or long distance races like um, uh, our wave start system because we start the pro athletes all women and all men older than 65 years in the first uh, wave yep. at 6.20 in the morning and uh, give them plenty of time to get away uh, and only start the second group which is the German Championship and Firefighter World Championship at yep. 6.50. So all the women and the uh, older men have the time to get away so they yep. are not overswum and uh, then we start the uh, uh, the other seven waves within five minute yep. periods and then we do a break for another hour and then we have the two waves for the relatings yeah and on the course how many marshals do you have uh, on the bike course you were saying on the bike course it's 80 marshals and uh, they all got the authority to give um yes. drafting yes so uh, tell, us, tell us about drafting because on our show one thing we we were kind of anal about the whole drafting thing yeah. and, and tell us your your role and like just tell us how it works here uh we're very um, yeah, let's say hard yep. with uh, drafting. This is also why we have the high amount of um, marshals. We don't have so many cards, but uh, only the presence, you know, uh, prevents drafting. Yeah. We also have three um, uh, penalty boxes, and as you do the loop twice, you yep. pass them six times, so you get aware. Okay, if I do something, I'll get busted and I'll uh, be in the penalty box. And so if you get uh, a p if you get a, um, a card or whatever, then you have to pull over to the next penalty box, do you? Exactly. And if you don't do it, you are disqualified immediately. And like it's oh really, so you have to do it in the next one? So you, you have, have to say, oh, I'll do no, the no, one no, 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 no. Oh. You have to go into the next one, and what we will also not change is that we have 10 meters. Uh, 10 minute gap, exactly. which we love. And three meters to the side. So these are, oh, wow. these yeah. are some things that um, we will never change. And also the wave start system helps us to prevent drafting because you don't have yeah, the whole the pack after one hour yeah. going on the, yeah, that's a really good point. On the bike. And if you get caught drafting, what's the penalty? Eight minutes, Ooh. then eight minutes again, and then disqualification. Wow, so eight minutes so re is really not worth drafting, is it? No, it's not <laughs> worth <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't get over 80 marshals on the bike course. Like, um, all the races I've done previously, you maybe have 10, maybe max? No, no. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being a bit unfair, but 80 is huge, yeah. isn't it? No, it's... Uh, and it's only it's a two-lap course, too. It's so a two-lap course, yeah. Yeah. So you'll see pr uh, plenty yeah. of them. <laughs> they're, there, they're everywhere. <laughs> um, and... One thing I'm, I'm getting the feeling just from talking to you is that you really are here for the athlete, aren't you? Yeah. It's, it's the roots. Um, the thing was when we uh, choose to not sign with WTC again yeah. and uh, create an own label and leave. Okay, wait a second. So, so what was the, you know, you're, it's a big decision. You've done, had a race that's been going, what, 15 years. It's a huge decision. Why did you make that decision? Like, uh, this year we are celebrating our 20th year as an Ironman distance race. Yeah. And uh, in 2001, the agreements were up to renewal, um, but uh, we were asked things from WTC that we did not want to fulfill, like yep. a mass start in the canal, which is obviously not uh, doable because we would have uh, death. Yep. Uh, athletes, uh, <laughs> uh, not good for the race. <laughs> no, not good for the race, and especially not good for the athletes. Yep. And uh, also a one-loop bike course, which we would never do because we have our hotspots like the famous Solar Hill, where we have 25,000 spectators. Yep. We would destroy our own hotspots. And these yep. were things that we said, well, um, we do not want that WTC interferes in our race this way, and also these decisions would not be good for our athletes and we don't want to be responsible for, for that. And so we decided that um, we'll go independent and uh, go with our own idea. So we were able to lower the entry fee, so we are at least 100 euro less expensive wow. than any Ironman race, yep. but we pay out much higher price money for the pro and athletes. And deeper too, don't you? What do you pay? We, we pay 10 deep, yep, like yep, uh, yep. Uh, um, Ironman races, yep. but we pay 75,000 euro, wow. and we pay it out in euro, and as you know, the 
um, current exchange yeah, rate yeah, is correct. very, very yeah. good. And yeah. so everybody who normally receives a US dollar check is really happy to get it in Euro. Yeah, totally. And now with the, um, I have a question that's totally gone from my head. When you left, pretty scary time? Sorry? Again? Was it a pretty scary time? You know, like it was, you, it was, you had a race based on the iron, yeah. Yeah, didn't you? Yeah, and of course. Yeah. It was an interesting time, but we knew that uh, we have an own myth. Roth has an own myth. The people were coming because they loved the race, yep. um, and uh, not because they wanted to go ha to Hawaii. And it proved this year we are the world's biggest race. There is no race having more participants than Roth, and the people are coming because of the race, not because of any Hawaii slot. And yep. the atmosphere, you will see that when you're out there. Uh, between the athletes is much better because it's not like okay if I don't get the guy in front of me I might lose my slot you know yeah. it's more friendly within yep. the athletes and uh, it it all got better actually the whole atmosphere and now the people are coming because they love the race not because it's just a step stone mm. towards Hawaii mm. and one other thing you were able to introduce at the time is team racing yes um, and how's it gone it's wonderful because um, athletes that uh, cannot train enough out of family because of family reasons or work yep. reasons they can now do the swim or the bike or the run yep. and so um, to about 70% it's triathletes doing teams yeah it's not ordinary people oh, you know? really? so because to me in a way um, even doing one aspect of the race is still a challenging day for most people isn't of it of course you know like to course. run a marathon yes. is a yes. bloody good achievement isn't it or to bike That's 180 true. k's That's and, true. and we have brilliant uh, uh, teams here you know like last year uh, the winning team had a, a Kenyan marathon runner running oh, really? 219 you know wow. which is pretty awesome Smoking it. He, he would have won like 80% of all yeah. German marathons yeah. at that time. And that is pretty interesting. And also the, the audience loves it because also families are doing it, you know? Yeah. The mother, the father, and the yeah. child. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. A lot of people, a lot of volunteers are able to join the race now by doing it. And it's really good. And what is also a very, very good development, we have a lot of companies doing uh, oh, relating. Okay. For example, Kuiper Recaro. Um, it's a, a big, big seat manufacturer for aircraft and yep. cars. They've just equipped uh, Lufthansa's business class and a company Oh, economy really? class and they're coming here with 36 teams wow. from all the European um, factories wow. and so they use it as a team, team building, building. Mm -hmm. thing or Hewlett-Packard is coming IBM is coming a lot of big companies who come here and, and do teams so when they're doing teams is it one person per leg is that how you do yes. it yes yep one person, one per, person leg. per leg yep and you were saying uh, earlier that how many people individuals are racing on Sunday uh, we had 3,100 applications, yeah. and on race day we'll have 2,500 So it's still, starters. even even as an individual race, yeah. it's still a huge race, isn't yes. it? Wow. And then uh, 530 relay teams that are going to depart. Now one thing, if, uh, I've been walking, I've kind of been kind of Felix's backhand today, I've been walking around, following him around, and he's the man about town, eh? It's, it's, you know, you're, you just seem to have such a presence about you around this place. What's it like for you, personally? It's a great, uh, for me it's a great feeling because I know all the people, you know, I know that they are working for us. I know that they are doing their very, very best for the event and for the athletes at the end. And uh, it's a great thing. I like to be out there when everything is built up and uh, say thank you to the volunteer, thank you to the construction companies who build up the grandstands yeah. and stuff. Because it's a, it's a family event here, it's a family feeling and um, if the organization gives this feeling out uh, to our directors, to our volunteers, this feeling at the end will be at the athletes yeah. and the athletes will like it and uh, yeah. this is uh, a reason why athletes come here every year. Yeah, and you were saying earlier also that how many people, how many, what's the population of Roth? Yeah, the population of Roth is 24,000. 24,000, so you are saying earlier how much does it bring over the two days of the race, what's the income money it brings into the into the community, yeah. uh, 10 million euro wow. on that weekend, which is pretty awesome. We have a lot of spectators, 
um, uh, coming uh, on the Sunday. Uh, last year we had more than 130,000 spectators and it's not a number of me, it's a number of the police that have helicopters on the whole course to yeah. spot and tell us uh, then the numbers at the media conference. Not like other races like Ironman Frankfurt where the race director tells yeah, the numbers. Yeah, which is fix it over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so now, you, one thing we've noticed is now you've got Challenge Monica and also Challenge the half that you're going to be doing in, in France. Yeah. Um, starting to expand the brand, is this a long-term goal that you're obviously chasing? Yes. Yeah, and what's the goal? What's the goal? We started this year uh, in January with uh, Orca Challenge Wanaka, which was an amazing event. Not uh, a lot of people in the first year, but yep. of course we have to we have to show the people yeah. and we have to build the event and the uh, people who has worked there in Wanaka and the whole community in Wanaka and New Zealand was just awesome. I loved it. Loved every day and every minute and it's a great, great team organizing it there and uh, the athletes were uh, to 99% really satisfied and uh, now the numbers are already higher than yep. uh, than last year so I'm really, really happy okay. about Wanaka and uh, we are looking forward for, for next year there. Yep. And uh, then also next year we'll start our uh, half challenge. It will be in France near Strasbourg. It's just 20 minutes behind the German border so we okay. expect a lot of Germans and French coming. Also Luxembourg, Belgium, Netherlands is not far and also Switzerland is quite near. Yep. And we have a very, very strong presence over in France. We have more than 600 participants actually yeah, coming from you France. You were saying earlier how in IMA France this weekend they have less French competitors than what you've got here in Germany. That's true. Like we are the biggest French race and it's funny that it's <laughs> outside France. It's kind of ironic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we are doing a lot of for our foreign participants. Like our personnel is fluently speaking in German, English, uh, French and Spanish. We wow. have special people working there. We have, uh, like on Saturday, we have the briefings in German, English, French, Italian and Spanish. Wow. So we, we put a lot of effort in that to, to make the people feel home. And even though somebody doesn't speak any English and any German, they will be able to communicate. Mm. And mm. we have stuff that just takes care for their needs. And uh, we have information booths for them. And so uh, it has been growing every year now. And uh, we're really, really happy about that. And so back yeah. to the France race. Yeah. So then, so it's, and it's a half. And when are you going to have it? On May 25th. Roth will be on July 13th. So it will. It's a nice little build up. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Enough time to recover. And uh, we expect um, to sell the race already in the first year with 1,000 participants. And wow. uh, the area there is magic because it's in a natural reserve park. Yep. And it's just wonderful. What kind of, um, like, what's the terrain? Is it going to be a hard race? What, what, what is it going to be? It's, it is kind of similar to Roth. Yep. Like, it is rolling, and we have one major climb on the bike. The run course is harder than here because we have several climbs in that. Yep. But uh, it's not the, I would say, typical French race where yep. it's always the toughest, the hardest, yep. the most yep. hills. Yep. No, we didn't want uh, to have that because there are enough races in France that are built with that philosophy. So we have a kind of uh, yeah, smoother race. So, race. so what's your philosophy? What, what's the challenge philosophy if you're starting to build the brand and you know look to... Make it into, you know, I don't know, if even if it's a competitor to Ironman, but just you create something bigger than what it is now. What's the philosophy behind a challenge race? It's, it's a big family. And we're not speaking about a family that is virtually not existing. Because yeah. with Ironman, you just belong to the family if you pay a lot of money. Yeah. But here, you are really a member of the family. You will see it when, when you're on the course yeah. and afterwards. Um, you are like adopted by the people here from Roth, you know, yeah. because you're triathlete doing the race. And we want to transfer this philosophy in our other races. In Wanaka, it was brilliant. The whole city was yeah, on their legs. Yeah. Yep. And uh, at the uh, fireworks, like the whole 
city was down at the finish shoot and yeah. that was pretty amazing the first year I've never ever expected that yeah and it was wonderful and uh, the city showed so much face enough and uh, put so much effort in it I was very very happy and so this is like the main thing it's a it's a big family you know and yep. uh, we are doing the sport because we like the sport and with that it also counts that we have to do the very best for the athlete and we have to listen to the needs of the athlete and to the wishes of the athlete yeah and this is what we we are doing and what weren't you compromising in because uh, you earlier you're saying you like for example you won't compromise you won't put on a race um we won't put a race uh, without doping controls like yep. Wanaka had uh, the first EPO controls in New Zealand for ultra distance race. Wow. RMA New Zealand didn't have that before. We had that. Yep. In Roth, we have 26 controls all on EPO, and we also test age group athletes. Oh, did you test age group athletes? Yeah, we also oh, do that really? because I think the fear, uh, like uh, the tendency is more towards uh, pros. Yeah. Uh, yeah, normally, but I think the age group athletes tend more to take something because they want to have a yeah. good time, you know, or yeah. want to go to the level of a pro athlete. Yeah. So of course we test the pros, like the first three men, first three women are tested no matter what. Yep. Also the German champion and male, female yep. uh, is tested. And then we test uh, out of top 10, out of yep. top 20. It's random, yep. And then random, yeah. Wow, it's great that you're doing this the age groupers. Just, yeah. It's a topic we, we haven't actually discussed on the show, but it's one that has been brought up through email to us about the amount of age groupers actually maybe using drugs. Yes. Is it, yeah, and it's obviously out there. I have a bigger uh, fear about them than for the pro athletes because normally they are all tested in training. Yeah, so and in Germany, we're paying a lot of money into a special testing system. It's called the Elite Pass, where all the athletes that are coming to Roth, German athletes, uh, are tested out of competition before the race. Yep. And if a German athlete would come here who, are, who is not a member of the Elite Pass club, yep. um, we would not pay out prize money to him. Wow. Only for ones that have been tested out of competition. Which is great because you're really pushing the no drug thing. Okay, so no, yes. you've got to drug testing. What, what else? No drafting. No we'll drafting. Never uh, lower the 10 meters. Yep. This will not happen here in Roth. Yep. Um, or in any of the races. Not in yep. any of the yep. races, Challenge. of course. Yep. Of yep. course. And uh, also, uh, we want to create a, um, like, the. What, what we give to the athlete, like the presents that you will get in your bag or um, uh, the food and the things that yep. we have. Like for example, at our run stations, we have soup for you guys. We have all different fruits for you guys. Oh, really? We have rolls for you guys. Really? Uh, and of course the gels and the It's too appealing, we want to stop and have a feed. <laughs> it's too yeah, appealing. There's, <laughs> a, there's a very, very funny story from last year. There was an athlete coming by an aid station yeah. and the volunteers were barbecuing because yeah. there is nothing out there on the canal. Yeah. So they also need to, to eat something. Yeah. And it's a long day for them. And uh, so the athlete was shouting, hey, I would like to have two sausages in a <laughs> row and not the, uh, not the bars or not the chair. <laughs> so uh, he was then continuing. But the volunteers wrote down the number, made a roll ready for him oh, with two sausages and took the bike, caught him up, oh. brought him the roll. And he couldn't believe it. He oh, was wow. uh, sending us an email saying, please find out those volunteers for me. Because oh, wow. I uh, found that so uh, fantastic that they did. <laughs> nice. Um, really so, so we've got drugs, we've got... Um, no drafting. No drafting. Anything else? And just the quality and oh, the pro price. Price money, you're saying as well. Yes, and also the price ratio. You know yep. that um, uh, the amount of things that an athlete receives here uh, from the whole, it, it must be the best quality. We mm -hmm. want to have a better quality than any other race yep. here in the world, uh, but to a price that is really affordable for everybody. Yep. And uh, for the pro athletes, of course, our uh, budget to um, for prize money is 150,000 euro yeah. plus 75,000 prize purse then that uh, pro athletes can win here. Yep. And this year we also offer 100,000 US dollar for a new world record. And oh, Chris really? McCormick is uh, going to, to. Well, when you consider last try. year he, he had the flat tire 
you know, he was. He what, would have made it. Well, he would have been close, wouldn't he? He would have yes. been pretty close to that world record. Would have been one minute only. So, so in that moment, so for you as a race organizer, obviously, if he gets a world record, that's sensational. But a hundred thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah, but we have a high risk insurance. For oh, that, I so <laughs> we won't pay all of it ourselves. And, <laughs> that's good. Uh, Chris will go home with yeah. a big smile so on his face. So it's a win-win for everyone, except of for course, the insurance of company. Of course. Um, no, it's it's important, you know, that pro athletes can earn money in our sport because it's still a small sport, and yep. we have to give that possibility. Mm, mm. And and it really does give the incentive for someone like Chris, you know, like let's say he gets out there on a weekend and he's you know, head of the field, you yeah. know, he could easily, although I'm the type of athlete he is, I'm pretty sure he'd still smack it, but, you know, when you know you've got that challenge in front of you, you know, yes. if, if, if I'm getting you close to the end and, yeah. oh, I'll get 100 grand, it definitely yeah. would pull you forward, wouldn't it? Of course, yeah. of course. Um, just lastly, what's, what what are the best parts of the race as in course? Like, you know, you've got the hill, what's, what's the name of the hill? The Solar Hill. Solar Hill. We have 25,000 people on that hill, apparently. On that one hill. It's like Tour de France feeling. It's fantastic. I was, I was looking at the photos today, guys, and uh, it really just it looks... I'm, I'm just, I was just sitting there just thinking, oh, I can't wait to be there on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I get goosebumps when I think about it. It's just a miracle for me how all those people turn up there. Because Hilpostein, there is no way in and out to the town on that day. Because ah. it's surrounded by the race course. Our yep. race course is closed for traffic. Yep. And so it's... The people living there, yeah. and everybody goes to the hill, does a huge party, oh. and uh, it's amazing. Then we have the so-called beer mile on. Oh, that's right, the beer mile, the, yeah. And that's also pretty amazing. One of our listeners, Glenn, is, I think you've met Glenn. Glenn is very excited about the Glenn beer yeah. mile. <laughs> we have a lot of athletes, actually, that stop there, have a, a little beer, and then continue. They should yeah. not get caught by the marshals, <laughs> because it's also considered as doping alcohol, so oh. they should take care oh, okay, uh, okay. that they don't get uh, So Mecca can't do that, yeah. No, no. <laughs> And uh, then we have Tal Messing. It's like the fastest drive-through in a village because athletes there have about 40 uh, kilometers per hour. Oh, okay. Uh, but we also have uh, about 5,000 people there. Then in grading, the Calvarian Hill, it's a very, very steep hill. It's the biggest hill on the race. Lots of people there. And uh, then in Heidegg, Seligenstädter Berg, it's uh, like we have a lot of people dressed up like devils who bring up the oh athletes. Oh, really? And wow. it's, it's pretty cool. And then everywhere, in every village family sit out uh, in front of their houses and going with their ports, making yeah. loud noises. And, and, and I was talking to, um, who was the guy before? Um, Troy. I was talking to Troy, Troy before. And he was, how many people do you have in the finish line area? 15,000. 15,000 people in the finish line area. Yeah. The wow. uh, stadium is very, very big. We have it on four sides and also have a jumbo screen there. And uh, then on race day, we have um, live shows into German uh, yeah, oh, that's a, Yeah, that's another thing. You, it's just so much you're doing. Um, tell us about what you have for media exposure on the race day. Media exposure on race day is pretty big. We have um, the, like, the first German television coming and broadcasting from yep. the race and another uh, TV channel coming and uh, broadcasting the, la uh, the race live yep. already on Saturday, how the preparations go, interview with pro athletes. So that's pretty good. It's very important for our sponsors and also very important for our exposure. Yeah, great for the sport. Also, uh, some other countries. Um yes, we have Deutsche Welle. It's a German um, TV station that yep. broadcasts worldwide ah. because a lot of Germans are not living in Germany but yeah. somewhere else. So we have uh, worldwide service via Deutsche Welle, oh. and then we have three hours in French TV, one hour in Italian TV, and so wow. pretty good. And it all happens over this period, pretty quickly. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Because a lot often with a lot of the Ironman races, is that no, no, all on the same day or the day after. Wow, 
Yeah, because like uh, they, they do get great exposure. I do think I men do that well, and um, but it's often later in the piece. Yes, yeah, yes. and you know, for an athlete who's interested yeah. in the sport, it's kind of nice to have a race that you can watch kind of live. Or of get, course. Yeah, of course. yeah, great. But we were talking about the hotspots. Uh, we also have great hotspots, like on the swim start. It's just uh, yeah, I saw that everyone down the canal. Eh? Uh, it's fifteen thousand people also in that morning. Oh, yeah. uh, it's six twenty showing up, and you have the uh, dust still. Uh, the dust, what is it, the word? Mist. The mist. The uh, mist. Over, yeah, the yeah, mist, the mist. <laughs> over the canal, and uh, then you have like 15,000 people out of nowhere. This is what's nice about a canal, isn't it? Because you can have the, the people going down both sides of yes. it, supporting, whereas often the people, the swim just goes out and back. And yeah. mm. well, it's very easy, and also a lot of people are walking next to the athletes along mm. the canal, so it makes it pretty good for everybody. And yeah. also for water security, it's wonderful, because we have yeah. the boats in the canal, but also we have the doctors standing outside uh, for the yeah, case and just there, aren't they? Yeah. So that's, that's pretty good for us as well. And uh, that's, for me, uh, one magic moment of the day. And the other magic moment is then the, the fireworks at 10.30 at night. Oh, really? Yeah, it's amazing. When, when the last came in, the stadium is packed. So it's at 10.30 is cut off, is it? Yeah. Oh, so it's earlier. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Nice. Yeah. Yep. And uh, then it's uh, just awesome when, when the stadium is completely packed and we have those sparklers, everybody has a sparkler in the yep. end and then we have the uh, fireworks and uh, good music and then this year we'll throw a big party because we are celebrating our 20th yep. birthday with free, free beer for everybody. Oh really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Back it up. <laughs> it's trouble. And uh, then we'll have another half an hour live, uh, live on air show and the guys will be with us in the stadium so it will be pretty cool because we show it on the jumbo screen wow wow you know what i, I i'm sure you guys listen to the interview probably think i'm i'm brown as an old felix here but i tell you what he's you guys really just are delivering a great product here and um obviously the reason is your family aspect and that it really seems to be working because the race is you know one of the races in in our sport in the world um just anything you want to add before we kind of call it a day uh, what your listeners could do on race day, we have uh, oh, www.challenge/live.com. Yep. We'll have uh, video footage, we have webcams, we have photo galleries, we have live ticker in German and English language, yep. and uh, lots of cool stuff. Also, follow your athlete program where you can type in yep. the start number of your athlete and follow where he is at the moment on the course. Oh, so it's got GPS or something, is it? Kind of thing, yeah. Wow, exactly. cool. So, uh, a lot of cool stuff. Would be happy to see you there on the homepage. Yeah, and if you guys are thinking of doing any of the challenge races over the next period, obviously go to their website, challenge what road? Or you have a ch- different one for each one? We have a different one for each one. It's okay. challenge-wanaka, yep. challenge-roth, and challenge dash Don't forget the dash. Just, <laughs> Google, just Google it. Um, so, yeah, so once again, thank you. And I must say, just from my own personal perspective, um, you've just been really helpful for me for this, like right from the start when I Not got... Not worry. Yeah, oh, no, just honestly, it's. Um, I think that... You really get a feel from the race from the small things, and when you when you deal with people, the organisers, and they they respond quickly, and they just deal in a way that seems to be helpful. You just get a good feel about the race. Now, I haven't actually done the race yet, so you know I should reserve my judgment a little bit. But my experience up to now has been really fantastic. And if more races could be organised and race like this, I think um, it'd just be great for all sport, you know. And um, perfect. Yeah. So yeah, thank you very much Thanks for your. Thanks a lot. And I hope we do another interview after the race, and then uh, yeah. you tell your experiences. Yeah. Oh, they'll be hearing all about me. Don't worry about that. So, <laughs> so anyway, Felix, thanks for your time, and we'll catch up later. Perfect. Cool. So that's the first in our little extra series of Iron Man Talk interviews. Um, hopefully we'll get a few more out over the next couple of days, and we may even hold a few off till next week's show. So I've got to remember the whole thing by myself right now. So what is it? It's I'm Russ, I'm Endon. Train hard, train smart, keep your car.